Welcome to your business education station. This is Mind Your Business Radio on TalkZone.com. Our mission is to educate women and people of color about the financial and legal aspects of business, personal finance, and changing your money mindset to create financial freedom. Now, here are your hosts, Dr. Florence Seiler, CPA, and Attorney Althea DeVar-Johnson. Well, hello, hello, hello. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Mind Your Business Radio. Good morning. Hi, Althea. How are you? Oh, I'm doing fantastic this morning. I got my co-host here, All right. Althea DeBar-Johnson, yeah. attorney Althea DeBar-Johnson. Yes, absolutely. And we want to have a great show this we morning. We have a wonderful show today. For those of you all who are tuning in, we are talking about protecting your assets and understanding risk management. And so you are in for a treat. We have some guests here that we've known for a while who are doing their thing educating people about leaving a legacy and insurance. And as you know, those are the types of things that Althea and I talk about on a regular, right, Althea? Absolutely, absolutely. It's about life planning. Okay. Life planning. Right. It's not about regrets. It's about planning, right? It's about life planning. All right. So we hope that in this segment of the show, we can inspire you to take some action uh, on your financial affairs, on your on your life planning affairs, and all types of things like that. All right, so we're going to get right into it. Today, we have two guest speakers. Special. Special guests. Special, Special guests. First is Greg Palmer. Let me tell you a little bit about Greg. Greg is my buddy, first of all. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to put that out there. So any of you callers... If you call, don't give him any trouble because that's my buddy. Pam is my buddy, too. So when you call, you got to be polite today. All right. Greg Palmer is the president of GPI Financial Services, an independent insurance risk management agency he founded in 2003. GPI specializes in business insurance strategies for small, closely held businesses, nonprofits and church organizations. Greg has worked in the insurance industry over 30 years, bringing a wealth of information and knowledge to the field of business insurance concepts. He holds a bachelor's of science degree from Roosevelt in Chicago. He's my homeboy from Chicago. (laughs) He is current District 14 Toastmasters Club Extension Chair, overseeing the growth of new clubs throughout the state of Georgia. Greg is also a distinguished Toastmaster or DTM. Matter of fact, Greg is the one that pulled us into Toastmasters right out there, and we yes. were really happy that he did because yes. I'm probably very conscious of my ums and ahs oh, on the radio now, right? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, and we have Pamela Harris. Pamela A. Harris is a family wealth advisor for GPI Financial. She is committed to seeing families and small business owners, especially women, succeed in establishing generational wealth through establishing a living estate with insurance and home ownership. As a graduate of Fisk University and Keller Graduate School of Management, Pamela has extensive experience in working for several Fortune 500 companies. She has coupled her corporate experience with her love and passion of educating individuals on how to protect their most valuable asset, themselves. When Pamela is not working, and I don't know when Pamela's not working. So I don't either. Should I even read this? No, not that. Okay, far. all right. <laughs> it says when she is not working. She 
serves as a, 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 a local member of Toastmasters Club, and she is a member of the NBBA. That's not by bread alone. I give a little plug. And a chartering member of your small business Toastmasters Club in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, so I want to welcome Althea and I want to welcome Greg Palmer Good and Pamela morning. A. Harris. How you guys right. doing? Welcome. We are awesome. Good morning. Thank you for coming on. Well, I'm so glad that you guys are here today. Yes. And I have to tell our listeners, you know, we have done some live seminars and things like that together. Uh, that's how we uh, grew to know what each other's specialty is. And every Every now and then we get together just uh, casually and have conversations. You guys don't realize that we talk about this stuff all the time, not just on the air, right? True. And so we wanted to pick up from our conversation that we had one breakfast morning. That was a good conversation, was it not? Quite interesting. <laughs> Quite interesting conversation. Quite passionate. Very passionate. Very passionate. Yes. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna put this out there <laughs> and let you guys go for it. All right. First off, do women and minorities have enough life insurance? Boom. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Straight to the point on that one. Yes. I would say that we absolutely don't. There's really been a decline in it in the purchase of individual life insurance. Mm -hmm. And for women especially, I would say that uh, it's been on the decline. We were just looking at some statistics, and one of the things that popped up is with um, African-American women, 68% of our households are headed by single female women. Mm -hmm. That's alarming. Quite alarming. And when you think about the birth rate of African-American children that are actually born to a husband-wife situation. I'd like to see the statistics, Pam, on on how many children. I'm, I'm sure it's probably less than 30% of our children are born to a household where you have a, a man and a woman. Mm-hmm. So I think it's vital when you look at those statistics that 68% are being held, held down by African-American women, I think it's really important to consider life insurance. And the reason I say that is is that when you analyze a life, mm-hmm. say, for example, if a person makes $50,000 a year, mm-hmm. you know, what is that life worth to the family in the event that that person is, is taken away? That's that's It could be catastrophic. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. But why do you think that we have this uh, situation or mindset that we should not get any insurance? What, what's causing us not to get insurance? So that's a cultural thing you're saying, yeah. Althea. It's a cultural I've been thing. seeing a lot of people are just focused on the tangible. Ah, You know, if it's not something they can touch and feel, then you're not going to look at it as something to buy or something mm. that you need. Ah, You know, okay. if it's not a house or car, my clothes then I don't see the importance of having to invest in life insurance. And I find a lot of people say, well, yeah, I, I think I need it. Or my job has insurance on me, so I, I don't have to worry about it. But that's mm. the problem. The the job has the insurance on you, not you. Okay. It's not your policy. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. So the job is protecting itself right. in the event of loss, <laughs> in the event that, that something happens to you so that they don't have to deal with your family afterwards, right? Oh, but absolutely. what about if you leave that job? 
exactly. then that insurance leaves as well, right? You leave it it's right there. And, and something else that I think is important for us African-Americans is the fact that I think we are afraid of that tough conversation, mm-hmm. which is death. Yes. It's inevitable we're all going to go, but we don't want to talk about it. So, so Greg, are you saying that if I go home now and try to sit down with Big Mama and have a conversation <laughs> about life insurance, she there's some superstition that's, that, that says I'm trying to kill her, I'm trying to knock her off or something <laughs> like that. Is that a difficult conversation for Americans to have? Is it cultural? I, I think that's a cultural conversation. I agree totally with that. Uh, I don't know if anyone has ever had to have that conversation with Big Mama. Yeah. But I've seen that conversation, <laughs> and it doesn't go well all the time. Right. I, I think one of the things that it says that in 2010, the African-American and Latino communities, only about 36% of those households had life insurance. Uh, as compared to a general market where over 54% of the general market had life insurance. And so we know that there is a cultural disparity there. Um, and sometimes those superstitions play into why we don't have life insurance. And we hope because, you know, Althea is always is always saying every show take action. If we could just encourage you to take action. So if we give you this information, we want to take away some of those superstitions. Mm-hmm. We want to break yes. some of these cultural barriers that are keeping us from being uh, financially free and 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 planning, doing life planning. We want to take away some of those excuses, right? Absolutely. Uh, so let me just let me just tell you one more thing. The Hispanic community, uh, they say here that it's more about uh, being macho. Uh, mm-hmm. And so there are a lot of, in the Hispanic community, uh, you're not supposed to talk about death because it, it makes you seem less macho. I can tell you from working with my clients, Business owners, the mindset of business owners, I guess it's a, a mindset, um, sort of whatever it takes for you to be a successful business person, whatever that personality is, that personality tends to think in a macho way too, like I'm not leaving, I'm not, I'm not leaving here, hmm. at least any t- no, no time soon, right? Mm-hmm. And so they're very difficult to sell to as well. Business owners are difficult to sell to now. They might think about business continuing continue continuation insurance right mm-hmm. but they don't think about dying true i would say that as as a business person you really need to think about a succession plan right mm-hmm. and a succession plan is, is is really three phases to it mm-hmm. what if you live long what if you die too soon or what if you become disabled, disabled. Mm-hmm. Yes. so you need to be able to address those those particular situations okay uh, and and the succession plan is okay if you live long are you going to continue to run the business for the rest of your life or are you going to turn the ownership or the the operation of that particular business to a family member or do you have another person in mind that could continue to run it through retirement uh, do you have a number in mind mm. I'm going to sell it at a certain point in time. What's mm-hmm. that number? So those are the types of questions that you need to know as a business owner, mm-hmm. because the IRS is going to place a value on that business, mm-hmm. and it may, may be in, in total contrast to what you think the business right. is worth. Oh, absolutely. That's why having a, a, a very good accountant and a very good attorney, a step 
estate planning attorney are so necessary, mm -hmm. along with a risk manager. All right. So we make a good team then. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's what you call the trivector. That trifecta. And okay, I'm going to just throw this out here. I'm going to tee this up to Pamela Harris because <laughs> this is her passion. Okay. So Pamela, mm -hmm. why don't women, <laughs> why don't women have enough insurance? What's going on? Well, first of all, we as women, we take on a lot of different roles. Mm -hmm. We are running the household. Mm -hmm. We're running the job, you know, running here, trying to take care of bit mama, as you say, just trying to do everything and everybody. Yeah. So we have a lot of responsibilities. And mm -hmm. as head of households and taking care of the kids and taking care of ourselves, mm -hmm. you never have enough insurance. Mm -hmm. I looked at myself and I'm a single woman. I have mm -hmm. no children mm -hmm. and I have several policies on myself. Okay. So. I am, I'm always educating and always talking. Mm -hmm. You need to take out something. Look at starting with a little bit, at least something. Okay. Because your life has value. Your children have value. So if something happens to you, whether it's disability, yeah. or you're not here anymore, you want to be able to live now and live later, you know, if you pass on. So you want to be able to take care of your family. Well, you know, Pamela, you said something. You are a single woman with no children. Mm -hmm. And you... You still feel you have a need for insurance. And more. And more. And I'll tell you, for me, I have a personal goal where when I found out that I could use life insurance to build a retirement income yes. and also leave something for my family, I was like, this is what I need to do. And I need to tell other women about it, tell other business owners about it, that you can actually create a living legacy. You don't have to wait until you pass on to have insurance, you know, it's okay. not about the, it's not about just, oh, I'm dying. Now I have to leave something for my family. No, you can actually live off your policy. Okay. Right now. Okay. Yeah. Well, that makes a lot of sense, especially we're talking about disability and another one, I guess that's fairly new on the scene, but it's becoming very important is that long-term care. Oh, uh, absolutely. You know? And if you don't have any children to take care of you, oh, right? Exactly. And that's <laughs> another thing. Right. That's, exactly. That right. has to come out of the policy. Okay. Yeah. Well, look, this this is great. We're going to get more into this, but it's time to take a break. Just a short break, but stay tuned. We'll be right back with more of Greg Palmer and Pamela Harris, GPI Financial. My co-host Althea here, she's about to shoot off some questions. So just <laughs> hold on to your seat. We'll be right back. We will be right back. GPI Financial helps small business owners prepare for the future. Only 35% of all small businesses have a formal business continuation agreement in place. Nor do they have key person life insurance or disability income insurance to protect the owners or key employees. Get your free consultation today. Call us at 404-409-7269. That's 404 404- 409-7269. GPI Financial keeps you in business. BusyFolk.com is the dry cleaning pickup and drop off service for busy people like you. BusyFolk.com saves you tons of time. We can pick up and deliver to your job or your home. You decide. No more fighting traffic trying to pick up the kids and the dry cleaning before going home. One less trip means less money spent on gas. And we all know that time is money, right? 
We also offer wash and fold laundry service, and we work hard to make sure that our customers know that their satisfaction is our main priority. BusyFolk.com is only a click away. Find us by typing BusyFolk.com into your computer or smartphone. We currently pick up and deliver in the Atlanta area, serving Fulton, DeKalb, and Cobb counties. Visit BusyFolk.com to register for an account or to learn more. That's BusyFolk.com. You can file your own taxes. It's simple. Just click. If filing your own taxes is not for you, we've got you covered. Just click to reach a real CPA. Most advice is free, or you can hire a CPA if you're still convinced that tax preparation is just not for you. It's all right here on MyOwnTaxReturn.com. That's MyOwnTaxReturn.com. You're listening to Mind Your Business Radio on TalkZone.com. Here's Dr. Florence Seiler and Althea DeBar-Johnson. Welcome back. Welcome back to Mind Your Business Radio, your business education station. We are here with guests Greg Palmer and Pamela A. Harris from GPI Financial. And, of course, my co-host, my partner in crime, is always here with me, attorney Althea DeBar-Johnson. And, of course, I told you guys, you're going to know this about Althea. Althea (laughs) is a woman of action. So, of course, what she is interested in is how are we going to act? So come on, Althea. Yes, how are we going to act? And I think that part of the challenge that seems to be um, running through this uh, conversation is that we need to do something about changing our mindset. So how can we change the mindset of the general population and especially African-Americans to make this a much more um, viable subject, a, a little sexy or, or something that we just need to do? What, what should we be doing here? I would say exactly what you're doing here on the radio, which is education. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are creatures of habit, and we have really worked off of some bad habits so I think education will play a very viable uh, point in making it it a, 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 a conversation that we should and need to have. I mean, when we look at statistics, just as an example, I was just looking at the uh, thing with hypertension. 46% of black women are hypertensive. Mm, I am. Yeah. 1,722 African-American women each year die from breast cancer. Mm. So that's like five a day. Uh, five a day. Wow. So we need to educate our community on what's going on with us because when we look at life expectancy, mm. our lives are cut five years shorter than the average mm. in America. Wow. And then when you think about African-American women comprising 65% of the new cases of AIDS, wow. it's got to be education. Sure. Mm. Wow. I, I think we should target college students mm. and not just college students, but military, you know, people, especially when kids come right out of high school. Mm-hmm. I think that's a key point, a key time to get children or get college students to understand the importance of insurance. I wish someone would have told me when I was in college that, hey, you can get insurance. You can go ahead and get a 10 pay policy, have it paid in full. The, just make a, a difference. I know in college you don't have a whole, 
a lot of money, but the education can start there. That could, that's just an idea. Absolutely. Well, let me let me say this, and I want you guys to chime in. Uh, my co-host, Attorney Althea DeBar Johnson, does estate planning, and she has tips uh, on her website. And let me just tell you what Althea says. <laughs> I'm going because she she ain't tooting her own horn over there. So I'm just going I'm gonna toot it for her. Life insurance can provide a lump sum of money to help pay expenses and generate an income. Okay, life insurance can't replace you, but it can replace some some or all of your income if you die. Not only just your final expenses, but of course a way for your loved ones to pay some of those day to day expenses that come up. Now, considering that, Althea, I know that you have probably seen in your practice, Absolutely. I know I have in my practice, where people assume that because they're leaving their children the house, they're doing a they're doing something special. Well, when you leave the house, you also leave a mortgage. Most so I, I have seen a lot of children lose the family home mm-hmm. because they can't pay the mortgage Absolutely. because there wasn't enough life insurance to pay off the house. To pay off the house, to leave some type of legacy and to protect your family. Because otherwise, again, now they have to find new housing. You're starting all over mm-hmm. and most likely in debt. Mm-hmm. And I think that having insurance and and we changing our mindset, we viewing insurance as a way of saving, as investment, mm-hmm. as protection that can be used now in our life mm-hmm. for our benefit now rather than just waiting for death. I think right. we need to kind of look at it from that standpoint as an investment. It is an investment. Yeah, absolutely. It makes sense to me. As a matter of fact, Althea, you hit on a key point. And, and what we have found statistically through LIMRA, which is a research organization, they have found that only one in 10 policies that are sold are actually permanent, that actually are asset-based, oh, wow. that actually have value. Okay. So so what's the difference between permanent insurance and, and term insurance? I think that's what you're talk, alluding to, right? Right. Yes. Permanent insurance is whole life insurance. It builds cash value, and depending on who you get the policy through, it also pays dividends. Term insurance only covers a certain period of time. So you can take out a 10-year term, a 20-year, maybe even 30-year term, but it only if you don't die in that period of time, then it doesn't pay out a policy, and it, it doesn't pay out the uh, death benefit, and it doesn't build cash value. And let me just piggyback on it. Term insurance is like a lease. So you're leasing it for a certain number of years. At the end of the lease, just like if you lease an apartment, you go back in and renegotiate the hmm. terms. Okay. If a person dies with, with the, within the term period, the policy will pay the benefit. Mm-hmm. But if they outlive the term period, then they have to right. re-enter the term. And typically when you redo a lease on an apartment, usually the price goes up. Okay. So term works the same way. And you don't have any equity, just like you would if you rented an apartment. So, so you know, we, we're going to have a show um, next month that talks about investing. And so when I think of what you're just telling me, it sounds like that the permanent insurance is a type of investment as well because it's building up some cash value. Right. So there's some benefit to having this talk before with your kids maybe before their 18th birthday. Mm-hmm. Uh, about insurance because it's cheaper then, right? Yes. And it's building up just like any type of investment, correct? That's From the right. womb to the tomb. <laughs> Absolutely. 
All right. You think about permanent life insurance just like buying a small home for a child. Hmm. So the the earlier you do it, the better. Hmm. So like Pam's point, you buy 10 pay life on a child. At hmm. the 11th year, it's paid in full. And so it just grows like grows. any other investment. Cash value, it grows every year for so, 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 no, you guys are breezing over this. Yeah, 10 pay insurance. That, thank you. What is that, Pamela Harris? Because <laughs> <laughs> that just sounds too good to be true. What well, is that? 10 pay, it is a whole life policy. Uh-huh. You don't have to pay for it for the rest of your life. You pay as you, you know, pay for it for those 10 years, and once it's paid in full, it's there. It's there. And it covers you for the rest so of your you life. So you don't pay for that for the rest of your life. You just, 10 you just years, pay you pay it, it, and it's paid up. You're vested. You just yeah. let it grow. Let it grow. If you need to borrow money from it, you're mm-hmm. borrowing it from yourself because you've made yourself the bank. Wow. You, you build, it builds dividends. Mm-hmm. It's the best thing. And it, and I just wish that more pe- people know about it. So get a 10-pay policy, people. <laughs> you need a, to con- a ten pay home. contact Greg and Pam to discuss this much further. Absolutely. And by the way, uh, you can talk to Greg and Pam today. We're not going to keep them all to ourselves. We're going to allow you to call in and talk to them. You all know the number, 888-463-6748. That's 888-GO-FOR-IT. Okay, 888-463-6748. We're going to be taking callers in a minute. Um, so if you're listening and you have some questions for the experts, um, just come on and call us and we'll make sure that you get a chance to talk to to Greg and Pam because we're, you know, Althea and I can talk to them all day and we can ask all the questions in the world and we get a, a wealth of information from them, but we'd like to share them with you as well. So yes. now the other thing is, is that you guys, I heard you guys say, is to you can provide some benefits if you're doing that whole life policy that provides some benefits that you can use during your lifetime. Can what is that about? Oh yeah, uh, it can be used for any number of situations. I would say, especially for business people, mm-hmm. you can carry the cash value on your books as an asset. Mm-hmm. You can also leverage it using other people's money. Yeah. See, my theory is why use your money when other people give you theirs? <laughs> yes. That's so you right. keep yours and use theirs, but you have to understand you have to use money correctly. Right. You know, you don't go out and buy the biggest S500 that's on the lot. If you're going to buy an S500, why not buy the lot? Grab <laughs> any one you want. Right. Hey, man, I like the way you think, Greg. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. You can take that policy and leverage it at the bank. Mm-hmm. Assign the policy to the bank and have the bank give you their money, but realize that you just don't want to spend that money. You want to use that money to create wealth. Yeah. Not just spend, but create wealth. As African Americans, we are the consumers Uh, in the U.S. mm -hmm. We have assets, but we don't control those assets. That's why other people's wealth is stronger Mm -hmm. than what we have. We have the money. We just don't do the right things with it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. If we actually and we'll have a, a, a show on that later about what is an asset, even just understanding what an asset is and how it's supposed to help us generate revenues and build wealth. So that's interesting. So 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 what you're saying is life insurance can be an asset. It is an without asset. a doubt if you're not renting it. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> if you're not renting it. And I think that 
and we're going to have a show about budgeting, we need to put this type of investment in our monthly or uh, budgets. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. It, it should be budgeted in just like you would your car payment, your groceries, lights, lights, <laughs> all of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it is a part of investing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And okay. As a matter of fact, what I have found is that our people don't like that word budget. <laughs> so I call it a personal financial freedom plan. Absolutely. Uh, you got that. stole that from me, right? <laughs> <laughs> Did he steal you it? That's okay. That's okay because I promise y'all I stole some stuff from Greg. So even. We are so even. We are so even. I have to borrow it. Yeah, but we want everyone to know whatever it takes for them to get started. It's about our action plan. And whatever's easy for them to understand, recognize, and act upon it, that's what we want. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. And then one other. Well, we're gonna talk, talk about a couple of things. But since uh, since Althea is jumping in right now, we're gonna start this discussion and finish it. We are gonna discuss leaving a legacy. legacy. We are gonna discuss leaving a legacy. This is so important, right? It is. And it's very very important for minorities and women because. We just don't do enough of that. All right. So this is what we're going to do. We're going to take a break. You guys ready? We're going to take a break. Okay. It's time for a short break, but stay tuned. We'll be right back in one minute with Pam Harris and Greg from GPI Financial. You don't have to wait until it's too late. Yes, we're talking about estate planning. The law firm of Althea DeBar Johnson invites you to a free webinar on Friday, July 31st, where she will dispel many of the myths and misconceptions about estate planning. Attorney Johnson is on a mission to change mindsets by teaching people that estate planning is not something you should start thinking about when you reach middle age. Estate planning is something you should start thinking about before your 18th birthday. And estate planning is not about the business of dying. It's about the business of living. Join Attorney Johnson's free webinar on Friday, July 31st to learn just how easy it is to implement a plan that protects your choices, your assets, and your loved ones. For details, call 404-584-5555 or visit their website or visit their website at www.adjpclaw.com. That's ADJPCLaw.com, the law firm of Althea DeBar Johnson. Converting challenges into solutions with honesty, integrity, and professionalism since 1977. GPI Financial helps small business owners prepare for the future. Only 35% of all small businesses have a formal business continuation agreement in place nor do they have key person life insurance or disability income insurance to protect the owners or key employees. Get your free consultation today. Call us at 404-409-7269. That's 404-409-7269. GPI Financial keeps you in business. And now back to Dr. Florence Seiler and Althea DeBar-Johnson for more of Mind Your Business Radio on TalkZone. 
Welcome back. Welcome back to Mind Your Business Radio, your business education station, your business, your family, your Your life. life. (laughs) We're here with Greg Palmer and Pamela Harris from GPI Financial. And before the break, uh, I was talking about leaving a legacy. Life insurance can create a financial legacy for, for your kids, for your spouse, for your partner, even your favorite charity or mm-hmm. your alma mater. Now, one of the things this is this is one of my hot buttons, right? And I'm I'm going to tee this up first. Well, first I'm going to let Attorney Debar Johnson talk about leaving a legacy. Then I'm going to say something that I know is going to get Mr. Palmer on the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> But we talked about having uh, and leaving legacies, um, especially in life and estate planning um, seminars that I've been doing, um, talking to the audience about leaving that legacy, protecting your family um, when that time comes. How and and life insurance is an excellent estate planning tool. Mm-hmm. Can you explain to the audience or our listeners how do we use that? life insurance. What products do we have out there? Oh, absolutely. I would say that life insurance is definitely a vehicle to be used when you're doing estate planning and especially when you're considering your legacy and what you want to leave for your favorite charity, your church, some organization that you're passionate about. Mm -hmm. While we're alive, we can make those investments into those entities. But what happens when we leave? When we leave, that's it. Unless we set up some type of a trust or something in your estate to leave some money Mm -hmm. towards that organization. Mm -hmm. And the beautiful thing is it can be a big gift that doesn't cost big money. Right. Because with life insurance, you're buying pretty much what you're doing is you're buying money. Mm -hmm. So how much money do you want to buy? You give me a dollar, I give you $10 back. How many tens do you want? Mm-hmm. Well, probably as many dollars as I can come up with. Right. That's how life insurance works. Mm-hmm. So you're buying you're buying money at a discount. Right. So you may be buying a, a dollar for three to five cents on the dollar. So so it's important to have enough life insurance um, to cover certain issues that uh, may affect our family, such as maybe cover enough for our mortgage. Um, for any bills and to leave uh, for maybe a charity or our school or our church. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Matter of fact, you made me think of a point. I went and talked to this gentleman. Him and his brother actually still live at home with their mom. Their mom is about 80 years old. Mm-hmm. These two guys convinced their mother to do a reverse mortgage mm-hmm. because they were working on a business venture. Well, they got the mom to do the reverse mortgage. Beautiful home. Got the money. The two brothers get together and blow it. Mm. So now, when mom passes, there's no life insurance in place. Right. And those two are going to be on the street. That's right. Because the bank's going to own that that house when that mother dies. Right. So Mm. it's important to understand these concepts about reverse mortgages and what it actually means. It can be a good thing, but you need to understand how it works. And to protect it with life insurance. Absolutely. Because if there was a life insurance policy 
So you could have bought it back, could have bought that house back. Excellent point, Flo. Mm -hmm. As a matter of fact, what they could have done was taken a percentage, maybe 10% of the proceeds, and bought a single premium life insurance policy Mm -hmm. to protect the mom. Mom passes. The money flows back to the two brothers to purchase Purchase the home back. Mm-hmm. And now they still have a place to live. Mm-hmm. Wow. And her legacy is still intact. Sure. Yes. 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 And, you know, that's that's the way um, a lot of uh, a lot of us have lost property and homes mm-hmm. uh, from our families. Uh, OK, I got one question. I got I got to put over there to, to Greg uh, and we have a caller on the line, by the way. OK, but Greg. How do we use life insurance to leave a legacy for HBCUs? You gotta love it. <laughs> I told you. We've been working. We've been working in this program for the last twenty so years. And, and by the way, guys, HBCUs are historically black colleges and universities. And one of the pet peeves that Greg and I talk about all the time is the fact that alumni do not give back to the HBCUs, and that's why a lot of HBCUs are suffering. And Greg is a, is a proponent of the fact that even if you do, can't afford to give back while you're alive, you could leave a legacy in death. So Absolutely. there you go. HBCUs are hurting. They need money now, but more importantly is that they need to have a plan for the future. And what we have developed is a program that is specifically designed, the Urban Legacy Equalizer. It's designed to help the HBCUs going forward. And the key thing is it doesn't cost a whole lot of money. Mm-hmm. We use the concept of insurance, which is numbers. So imagine we have a 1,000 alumni that contribute $50 each towards a life insurance policy. The $50 is buying money. So that $50, as an example, might buy $25,000 worth of death benefit. So you multiply 25,000 times a thousand. <laughs> what are the numbers? About, yes, about yes. 25 million. <laughs> yes. So you've got that mm-hmm. to create an endowment for that particular school or university. Yes. But it's just a matter of convincing the alumni to give like they do at the University of Georgia oh, yes. and Georgia Tech. Absolutely. Well, okay, you know I have to do this now yes, because you ahead, had Sarah. to throw this out here. I have to say this. I don't understand. And I saw this on Facebook. We're more likely to give to our church who didn't give us an education. Okay. 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 But you, you rather give your money to the church. Okay. But you don't want to give back to your HBCU that helped you to get that degree. Exactly. They helped you to get that job mm-hmm. and go forward. And now our universities are all failing and, and closing down. But these churches, you see a church on every corner. Right. Right. Okay. So I'm. I'm gonna, I'll stop. Okay. <laughs> well, and, and hey, Pam, I feel you. I am not opposed. And, and, and to, I'm not against the church or anything like I'm that. I'm not opposed. And, and but people that say anything, you know, right. I, I, I love God. I love the Word and everything. We should be given to both. Right. And right. We shouldn't have to even pick a choose but, because there, there's a vehicle there. Absolutely. You shouldn't have to pick a choose because there's a vehicle there for you to do both. You can give to both. It's just proper planning. Okay. Proper exactly. Proper planning. So there you go. And for those of y'all who don't know, that is how some of the largest universities have gotten their endowments. Exactly. Matter of fact, uh, places like Harvard and Stanford 
University, if you qualify with your grades, you can go to school at Harvard or Stanford or Yale 100% free, debt free, if all you have to do is qualify with your grades. Now, that's a whole nother show Mm because a lot of us Mm -hmm. don't know that. Mm -hmm. But the reason why they can offer that is because they have such huge endowments. Now, wouldn't it be wonderful if our schools, if our universities could offer that to our children? Uh, yes, instead of working on operational expenses to have something <laughs> like an endowment. Yes. It's almost like speaking Greek to some of the HBCUs. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we have a caller on the line. We have Nina from Atlanta. And Nina, you are uh, live on the air with Greg and Pam. Are you there? Yes, good morning. Good morning, Nina. I you have a question? Yes, I wanted to know if I could use my life insurance policy as an investment. Yes, you can. Do you have an idea of what investment that you're looking? Well, what type of policy do you have? Um, I'm not sure the type of policy. I was just wondering if I could use it to make money for my family. We would suggest doing a review of uh, what you have just to see what what it is that you have, what your goals are, and to see if we could help you come up with a plan. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, what type of policy would work for someone like Nina? What if, if she, let's just say she doesn't have the right policy. What type of policy would work for her to uh, give her maybe a death benefit and help her in her retirement while she's alive? Uh, it, it, it's several different uh, types of policies and concepts that could be used. You could use whole life. You could use 10-pay life. You could use uh, one of the indexed universal life policies. Just depends on her age, what uh, what her target is as far as what she wants to do. That would that would uh, determine the uh, best concept. Okay. All right. Well. Look, we're still taking your phone calls. We're still taking your phone calls. If you'd like to join the conversation, the phone lines are open. 1-888-463-6748. That's 888-GO-FOR-IT. Again, that's 888-463-6748. We're taking your calls on Talk Zone. Now, we're going to take a little break. we got to take a break. Because our boss, our producer, told us to take a break. Right, Leah? <laughs> she hates when I call her out. It's time to take a short break, but stay tuned. We'll be back with more right after this. You're listening to Mind Your Business Radio. You can file your own taxes. It's simple. Just click. If filing your own taxes is not for you, we've got you covered. Just click to reach a real CPA. Most advice is free, or you can hire a CPA if you're still convinced that tax preparation is just not for you. It's all right here on MyOwnTaxReturn.com. That's MyOwnTaxReturn.com. GPI Financial helps small business owners prepare for the future. Only 35% of all small businesses have a formal business continuation agreement in place. Nor do they have key person life insurance or disability income insurance to protect the owners or key employees. Get your free consultation today. Call us at 404-409-7269. That's 404-409-7269. GPI Financial, 
keeps you in business. Busyfolk.com is the dry cleaning pickup and drop-off service for busy people like you. Busyfolk.com saves you tons of time. We can pick up and deliver to your job or your home. You decide. No more fighting traffic trying to pick up the kids and the dry cleaning before going home. One less trip means less money spent on gas. And we all know that time is money, right? We also offer wash and fold laundry service, and we work hard to make sure that our customers know that their satisfaction is our main priority. BusyFolk.com is only a click away. Find us by typing BusyFolk.com into your computer or smartphone. We currently pick up and deliver in the Atlanta area, serving Fulton, DeKalb, and Cobb counties. Visit BusyFolk.com to register for an account or to learn more. That's BusyFolk.com. Welcome back to Mind Your Business Radio on TalkZone.com. Here's Dr. Florence Seiler and Althea DeBar-Johnson. Welcome back. Welcome back. You're listening to Mind Your Business Radio on TalkZone.com. We're here with uh, Greg Palmer and Pamela Harris and, of course, my co-host, attorney Althea DeBar-Johnson. Now, of course, you guys know that we have a conversation when we're off the air, right? Yes. And of course, <laughs> we had a good one. Right. And so, Greg, what did you want to tell us about that conversation we were having about the church just before we left? Well, I was just mentioning to Pam that may, what she might want to do is kind of really target the villain. <laughs> the pastor. The pastor, not the church. So it's not the church. We need to leave right. the money to the church. church. The problem yeah. is leaving the money to the pastor. Some of these pastors. Well, some of these pastors are, are sold. They're the owners of the church. Yeah, like you can't get True. rid of them anyway if you want to. But that's right. a whole other yeah. conversation. Because that's a whole other legal conversation. Yeah, right? absolutely. Yeah. But I guess so, what you, what we need to let people realize and understand is that, that first of all, it's important to get life insurance. Mm-hmm. Secondly, it's important to get enough life insurance and sec and thirdly we need to make sure we have the correct beneficiaries right there you go on exactly. on these policies not your pastor not your mm-hmm. pastor but your family <laughs> leaving a little bit for your family mm-hmm. um, or leaving the bulk of it for your family and then you can do percentage wise to your favorite charity or church there you go absolutely and you can name more than one beneficiary on your policy for sure mm-hmm. that's right so, and you know, actually, they can meet with you about the trust, right? Setting up the trust, and the trust will give direction as to where they can leave the, the money. money flows. Right. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've had somebody ask that question. Okay, we have a caller on the line. We have Annie. Uh, Annie, are you with us? Can you hear us? Yes. Okay, Annie, uh, your question. You have a question for Greg or Pam? Well, you don't want to get answered. But I'm Annie Stark. I'm actually Pam's aunt. So. I'm calling hey. from Virginia. <laughs> oh, hi. Hi, Annie. Hey. Hi. And I have one question for you. My question is, I have, uh, I already had, I had a, a life insurance policy that I bought when I was in college. Basically, if anything had happened to me, so my mother would have had no problem in burying me. So I maintain that. And also, working for the federal government, I have an insurance policy. Well, you take a policy out on based on your salary. But my question is, is that enough or do I have to get, do I need more? And then uh, that's the first question, do I need more insurance? And the second question is, uh, when you said trust, like I know you designate, you put in your, you designate where your insurance, your money goes to in your policy, but is it, 
is it wise to put it and say in the designation line, I put it in my trust and let the trust dividend and then put the trust in the will to say how you want to split. Okay, Annie, let me repeat your question for our audience. Annie wants to know, first of all, if she has enough insurance. But second of all, she wants to know, is it wise to put your insurance in a trust and include that trust information or whatever in your will? So let's go to Pam or Greg to talk about the insurance issue. Okay, so thanks for calling. So first of all, we would have to do a review on what you have. So if there's like a mortgage on your home or uh, other assets that need to be protected, you want to make sure you have enough insurance to cover all of that in the event of your demise or, or something like that, which I can't even think about right now. But but it's something that we have to talk about. So we have to do a review to see because I, I, I don't know how much you have in any of your policies. And so that's the that's the first thing. And the second part about the estate planning will come from Attorney DeVar. And I think that uh, one way to set up a trust is through uh, a life insurance policy. And that's where working with um, Greg and Pam will be beneficial because you may need one policy to take care of some immediate needs and then another policy to set up the trust. And the trust can be funded um, upon the death of some uh, of someone, and it comes into effect, and it just depends on what it is that you're trying to do in creating the trust. Are you trying to leave it for um, minor beneficiaries, and you want someone to manage those um, funds until they become of age, or whatever the, the purposes of the trust? We can we can discuss that. So having a life insurance policy to set up a trust for um, your family is an excellent way to do it. Okay. Uh, so, Aunt Annie, definitely yeah. you can get in touch with, you know how to get in touch with Pam. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you can also get in touch with attorney Althea DeBar-Johnson uh, for a consultation. Any of the guests or any of us you can get in touch with by going to www.mindyourbizradio.com. Um, and that's www.mindyourbiz, B-I-Z, radio.com. Uh, we um, have a way for you to get in touch with any of our guests on the show and also uh, if you need to get in touch with either myself or Althea. Okay, I have one more question. Okay, Aunt Annie. Yes, Aunt Annie's got another question. Long-term care. I'm not quite sure. Um, okay, I guess basically I'm trying to find out what... Um, I guess, who do you need to talk to when you come to that? Because I don't have that. And I do know that I've heard several people say because you're single, that is one thing. So you can be sure you're taken care of in your, when I get to be 100. Uh, <laughs> and you will, Aunt Annie, you will. <laughs> oh, but, absolutely. Uh, uh, long-term care is something that would, would cover you in the event that you actually had to have someone to come by your home and assist you with essential living uh, ex- uh, types of uh, services like feeding, bathing, clothing, transportation, those types of things. In the event okay. that you can no longer live in your home and you may have to go into a facility, then you could have a policy that could cover you uh, in a facility as well as in home care. Oh, okay. So what you do there is you would look at what the average stay is, 
in a nursing home and look at the average stay and then maybe base a policy based around that information. And again, that would be something that Pamela Harris could do for you. Okay. And it will be a free consultation. The other thing, Andy, you want to consider from a financial standpoint, the reason why long-term insurance is important is a lot of people think that if they become incapacitated um, in their later years, that they can rely on Medicaid. Mm -hmm. Medicaid, you cannot have more than $2,000 in the bank to qualify for Medicaid. How much? Yeah, you cannot own any assets. You can't have more than $2,000 in the bank to qualify for Medicaid. Mm -hmm. And so one of the things that I talk about with attorney Althea DeBar Johnson all the time, dealing with my clients and my family, is the fact that you can't even, you know, Medicaid, if you you were trying to move some assets to qualify for Medicaid, they do a five-year look back. Mm -hmm. So you would have had to transfer all of the assets out of your name at more than five years before you become incapacitated for you to qualify for Medicaid. And that is why long-term care is so, so important for people like us. Yes. Amen. That's, uh, thank you. I didn't know that. Yes. Oh, okay. I have a caller on the line, and we have to take that caller because we're, we're almost towards the end of the show, you guys. All right. So I have Harvey from, from Sandy Springs on the line. Harvey from Sandy Springs. Harvey, you're talking to uh, Pamela, Greg, Althea, and Flo. Can we help you? Hello. Yes, hi. I just have a quick question. Um, I guess what I wanted to know is once a policy becomes due or the recipient receives the uh, policy, are there any taxes that you have to pay on that policy, or is that one check that's delivered to you for that policy amount? Well, if it's, a, if, it's, if it's solely for death benefit, it's not taxed. So, question. for instance... Uh, if you have a life insurance policy and you're leaving, um, you know, all of that money to uh, a loved one, if it was just truly death benefit, um, then it is not taxed. The only portion that would be taxed, Harvey, is the portion that was in investment. So, for instance, if, if there were, um, if you used it, part of it for in place of a 401k or some retirement plan and there was some gain or something in that policy, then that portion of it might be taxed. But by law, life insurance, pure life insurance is tax-free. When it's paid out. Income tax-free. Yep. Yep. Tax-free. When it's paid out. So I'm glad you asked that question, Harvey, because that is one of the ways that the minority people in this country have gained wealth. Yes. By the passing on of life insurance, huge mm-hmm. policies, huge policies, huge policies, because they know that that is a one way to avoid taxes as opposed to passing on the wealth that they currently have. They pass on wealth via life insurance. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and life insurance proceeds passes outside of the pro- probate process, mm-hmm. the estate Very good. Um, process. So those are policies or proceeds or funds that you can receive immediately rather than going through the probate Correct. process Correct. to, to uh, get those funds. It's just that I just caution people, make sure that whoever your beneficiary is, that's the correct Right, beneficiary. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. Definitely, definitely. And and uh, last week, uh, Attorney Johnson was talking about trust, and that, 
that's why it's so important sometimes if you if you do have young children and you're leaving a huge policy or something to do it in a trust because whoever the trustee is will direct how those funds are spent. Uh, and so that's why a trust would be important. Okay. We, we want people to be proactive and, and again, and being proactive is our greatest, um, uh, hindrance. So working on it bit by bit, making sure we leave a legacy and plan for our lifetime benefits is just really important. And that's how, again, the majority became wealthy because it was through life insurance policies. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, guys, believe it or not, we got to go. Oh, we can do another hour. Attorney Johnson, I want to thank you. Pamela Harris. Thank you. Greg Palmer yes. with GPI Financial. We appreciate you so much for being on the show. Again, you can get in touch with our guests by going to www.mindyourbizradio.com. Okay? And so click on there, get all kind of information. You can also set up an appointment with either Attorney Johnson or myself if you need some one-on-one consultation. But we really appreciate you listening. That's all for this week's show. We'll be back next week, Tuesday, 11 a.m. Don't forget to visit our website, like I mentioned, and Our guest will be Rob Wilson. Wilson. We're going to be talking about money mindset next week. Uh Uh-oh. Change Uh your mind. Change your money. Thanks for listening to your business education station, your Your business, business, your your family, family, your your life. life.